I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth of Mission. On Monday, schools around the Bay Area were able to say something they haven't said in two years. Masks are optional. Plummeting COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths have motivated state officials to say you can take your mask off in nearly all public settings in California. Bars, gyms, offices, restaurants, and now, finally, schools. The end of the mandate comes almost exactly two years after schools closed under the first shelter-in-place order. It is very welcome news for many California parents who have been frustrated with the state's guidance. The issue of masking in schools has been divisive, to say the least. Let them breathe! And in recent weeks, the debate had intensified. There were protests and petitions. Parents have been pleading to get rid of masks, like these San Franciscans at a Zoom school board meeting last week. We need to give the kids the chance to also have a normal life. The adults are out there. They're in bars. They're not wearing masks. Why would the kids in classrooms that are in stable cohorts have to do anything different? It is time to have a return to normalcy. We have been held hostage by the unions and other organizations who have told us this is necessary. I empathize with those who have immunocompromised, but there are accommodations that can't be made. We need to get our kids back to a sense of normalcy, and it needs to happen tomorrow. School mask mandates were a talking point during the attempt to recall Governor Gavin Newsom. Here's Newsom's leading opponent, Larry Elder, vowing to repeal them at a rally. When I become governor, assuming there are still mandates for vaccines and mandates for face masks, they will be repealed before I have my first yeah. cup of tea. Most school districts in the Bay Area have chosen to follow the state's guidance, which is still a strong recommendation that students and adults continue wearing masks indoors. The adults have made a lot of fuss over the state's school mask mandates, and I wanted to see how students were feeling about it. On Monday morning, I went with Chronicle reporter Annie Weinstein and photographer Gabrielle Lurie to visit one sixth-grade classroom at San Francisco's Hoover Middle School to see what they think. It's second period at Hoover, and Amy He's sixth-grade students are solving for X. So if the entirety of this shrimp is 12 inches and this is five and a half inches, what is the other side? X is equal to what, Jarrell? And how do you know that? Scanning the hallways in Miss He's classroom, you wouldn't know that today marked anything momentous or special. You wouldn't know that the lifting of the school mask mandate was, well, that big of a deal. Each student in Miss He's class is masked during instruction, and it stays that way as they break out into groups during a class activity. So I'm going to put the questions at your table. So for example, Reporter Annie Weinstein and I make our way to the groups of students as they chat and work on their math problems. We meet sixth graders like Gabriel Schubert, who says the new mask rules are a nice bit of freedom. I feel good because now I know that if I have a really uncomfortable mask, like like an N95 or something, then I know I can take it off and no one's going to yell at me. He says he isn't nervous at the idea of being maskless with his classmates, but that he wants to keep it on for now. It's just become kind of a reflex. I would probably forget about it and just always kind of put a mask on just for muscle memory and all of that. Because I've just been doing it for so long. But maybe not seeing their classmates laughing and smiling faces has been a bummer for the students. I asked Noah LeBrain that question. Would you be excited to see 
more of your classmates' faces? Has that been something you've sort of missed? <laughs> Not really, he says. The kids have gotten used to this new reality. They're sort of shrugging at the big deal that's been made over the mask mandate ending. Like Benjamin Chen. I didn't really care since I know I would always wear a mask. And Jeffrey Bogart. I didn't really care because I knew I was going to keep wearing it. Annie asks Jeffrey how he would feel if most of his classmates decided to shed their masks. I wouldn't really care because I'm vaccinated. Because you're vaccinated? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And even if I were to catch COVID, it wouldn't be that bad of a case. The students appear to have a pretty good handle on what's risky and what's not. And masking hasn't just been a force of habit. It's also about safety. Here's Jeffrey again. I just thought it would be, just be safer. It would be better for everybody around me. Jeffrey's classmate, Jaden Liu, says masking indoors is especially important. I think I should wear a mask when you're in the classroom, but like PE class, you can take off your mask. But if you're in the classroom, it's very dangerous to even wear a mask. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. I'm at Hoover Middle School in San Francisco with reporter Annie Weinstein and photographer Gabriel Lurie. We're talking to students and teachers about the end of the mask mandate in California schools. Hoover's principal, Gabriel Baker, had announced the news to students on the intercom on Friday. Student Ethan Dillick says it felt like it was still a little premature. I thought it was kind of weird because, like, school is a very it's a small building. And, like, in the halls, if you go during passing period, everybody's hitting each other, moving into each other. Ethan says he'll still keep masking because it's critical for one of his top priorities this school year— playing soccer. A lot of people are wearing masks, but I feel like some of them are just like, I'd rather wear them. But like, I'm wearing mine because I have soccer and I'm the only goalie on my team. So if I get sick, I won't be able to play goalie. Ethan says only two of his friends have taken off their masks. And it's consistent with what our Chronicle team observes of both kids and adults at Hoover. That's what math teacher Amy He notices too. So today's the first day yeah. and it feels like normal, like it feels like it has been this whole school year. Um, I have not seen a single kid take their mask off. Like her students, Amy has mixed feelings about the new mask guidance change. It's something that I'm like personally conflicted about, like as much as I would love to stop wearing a mask because we've been wearing it for two years, I also think that it's we should let it, like, I want to personally let it play out a little bit and see what happens. Not that long ago, teachers and other school staff were staging walkouts and protests during the Omicron surge, demanding districts offer more protection for themselves and their students. With masks now optional, Amy says it feels like whiplash. I am surprised that it came, like, so quickly, uh, just because we finally, like, have masks for students. Like, we've been fighting for, like, uh, PPE and masks, and now we have plenty of masks and, you know, testing and stuff. But now it's like, okay, now we don't need to wear masks anymore. So it's just kind of surprising. Amy says she's found ways to adapt her teaching style with masks. She wears a microphone headset in order to amplify her voice to her students. For one, I have to buy one of these, which is a microphone, uh, because, and I've been using this since August. And I personally, I'm like kind of a soft speaker. And so with the mask, it makes it just so much harder for students to hear. They haven't minded that I've been wearing this all year. They're used to it. Other teachers, I also, uh, they saw that I had one. They're like, where'd you get that? And so a lot of us bought one. 
uh, teaching with a mask, we're used to it. Amy says that students deciding to keep their masks on is a reflection of the real concerns of their families. But it also shows their resilience and adaptability, too. For them to take it off is, like, not necessary, I guess, in their perspective. Like, I've been doing it. I can do it for a couple more months to keep my family safe. To keep, you know, because if they get sick, they have to be out of school for five to ten days. They don't want that for themselves. They don't want to get their family sick. It's clear that many teachers, like Amy, have gotten used to this new way of life, too, even if she does miss seeing her students' faces. I do, but I also feel like I know them. Like, this is how I know them. I know them with their mask on, and so sometimes they, like, take it off for lunch. I have a lunch club. And so I see them, I'm like, whoa, you're a different person. So I know them as, as who they are now. There's also this. It's something that Chronicle Health reporter Aaron Alday has shared with me several times in some of our many episodes about the ups and downs of the COVID-19 pandemic. We're all sort of pandemic experts by now. Calculating the risks in our daily activities is something we know how to do that's made us more adaptable than many of us have given ourselves credit for. Living with masks has become normal, and it's not really as dramatic as all the polarized debates have made it out to be. And the kids get it, including Benjamin Chen. It doesn't really matter because, like, people do have the choice. They can do it if they want, but it doesn't really affect me unless they're really close to my face and just, Mm -hmm. like, spitting everywhere. Just keep your germs to yourself, no matter what your personal choice is, no matter what the new state guidelines may be. That makes a lot of sense to me. For Fifth Emission, I'm Cecilia Lay. This episode was produced and written by me and edited by King Kaufman. It was co-reported with Chronicle reporter Annie Weinstein. Her story about the first day of school without the mask mandate in the Bay Area is online now at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. She wrote it with education reporter Jill Tucker. Thanks for listening.